3, 2, 1, roll the foot! Welcome back, everybody, to the Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm Simon Severino, your host. And today, my guest is co-founder of PayKickstart and 12 years SaaS entrepreneur. Welcome, everybody, Mark Thompson. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Super excited to have you here because we are talking something really relevant right now in the pandemic for everybody to reduce risks and to increase traction one way of doing it is affiliate partnership. And I am super excited to hear more about it. But first, Mark, what are you currently creating? Yeah, so for the past four years, I've just been you know, head down on Pay Kickstart. So uh, Pay Kickstart is a subscription billing and affiliate management solution. So we work with mostly digital sellers. So we work with software companies, we work with online course creators, people running membership sites, as well as agencies selling services. And so really what we do is we help you to accept payments, manage your recurring revenue and manage affiliate partners all in one platform with really no technical knowledge. You don't need to have a bunch of developers and designers. So we remove all of those technical hurdles that come with powering your online business. Super cool. Yep. And um, so for people not familiar with affiliate partnerships, what is it? Yeah, so I mean, aff affiliates are really just salespeople for you that you only pay when they refer somebody, which is really cool, right? So there's people that have an audience, right? Maybe they have an email list, maybe they have a podcast, maybe they have a blog. And so they have this audience. And so they just tell their audience about your product or service, and then they earn a commission, uh, a commission percentage of the sale, um, depend and, and you would set that commission percentage. And I have to tell you, I found out about the power of affiliate partnerships quite late. So actually, this year, I am going really serious into affiliate partnerships. And I've just started out and I see how amazing it is. Because basically, you can start with your own network. And it's just the people who you like and you, you, would, you would promote anyway. But you can say, hey, what about formalizing this this relationship that we have that I promote you because I like what you do. But this time, let's set up an account. Let's set up an official percentage and we will do it vice versa. And I, so I will do this 24 times this year. So twice a month, every second week, I promote somebody and they promote me. And that's a beautiful, elegant way of, of growing your list. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's such a great growth lever that is just so many people miss out on or they just don't they don't prioritize it. And I feel like any business should have it in their marketing arsenal. It should just be another arm of your sales team. And so not only is it great to get affiliates to promote your product, but I mean, I've built so many lifelong you know, relationships and partners and you know, strategic alliances over the years that it's just it's great to just build that network. And affiliate partners are just one piece of that. Exactly. Strategic alliances. And that's right now we see how important relationships are, right? We are all in interdependent. We need each other. And uh, in some years, in some bull years, we, we were maybe forgetting that. But right now we all feel it. Uh, it's all about relationships. It's all about creating value and starting with creating value, but then also creating the structures 
that can do this in a repeatable way. Yeah. And that's when it becomes a business. Yeah. So tell us what if somebody has just just 10 clients, mm-hmm. how can they start? Yeah, so the, the first thing that you want to do is create an affiliate page, or we call it a JV page. So a, a, an affiliate is also a joint venture. So um, what we do is we create almost a sales page for affiliate partners. So whenever you're talking to someone, you need to, it's almost like when you're telling your customers, hey, go to my sales page and buy my product, and you're explaining why they should buy your product, you're doing the same thing with affiliate partners. So you need to explain the reason why an affiliate should partner with you and what's what are they going to get out of the relationship? Um, hopefully, you know there is obviously some sort of financial gain, but then there could also be some other fringe benefits, um, like hey, you know, all my affiliate partners, I love to you know do cross promotions with them, and so I'll promote their offers as well, or I'll you know sponsor them on my upcoming you know live event that I'm going to be doing. So um, that that sales page that you create for affiliates should not only explain why they should join your affiliate program, but then also provide them a clear way of registering and, and becoming an affiliate and give them the marketing tools that they need to promote you. So obviously they're gonna get some sort of a, a unique affiliate tracking link that they can use, uh, maybe uh, marketing banners or email swipe copy or promotional tweets or, or social updates that they can use. So they can copy those, they can edit them as they see fit and they can go and promote it to their audience. It really just removes all of the, the thinking out of it for the affiliates. Affiliates love ha- making it just super easy to promote your stuff. Absolutely. Make it super easy. Create a swipe copy. We do. I write two emails for my GV partners and they and with one click, they install their affiliate account. So I make it as easy as possible. Still, some of them, they want to rewrite the copy because, of course, it always should be natural in their voice. But they should also have the option because some of them, they just don't have the time or they don't want to write so much copy every week. Mm So make it for them really easy that they can just take it and it's usable that way. And some people right now listening say, well, this is great, but I am not big enough. I am not there yet. Uh, So do you have an example maybe of how you can start really small? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll use myself as an example. So 12 years ago when I first got started, um, I got fired from my last job. I was working for a marketing agency. And so, you know, I was just kind of learning this whole internet marketing thing, how to create a product around your knowledge, like how to create an information product. I was like, what is this? And I'd, I would go and there's this for, there's a forum called the Warrior Forum. It's the largest forum for internet marketers and internet entrepreneurs. And I saw people selling like $2,000 uh, or 2,000 copies of this training program. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I mean, they're selling it for a hundred bucks. I'm like, you know, you do the math, you know, it's thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. And so, you know, I really didn't have um, uh, an audience. I didn't have a following. I didn't have any relationships. And so there's a couple things that I did. The first thing I did was I created my product and then I found someone to partner with. And that partner was, it was very strategic because that partner had already found, already had relationships with other affiliates who liked promoting the types of products that that I had created. Um, So I got introduced to hundreds of affiliates virtually overnight through the means of of my partner, 
which was really nice. Um, another option that you can go is there's um, what are called uh, JV brokers um, or affiliate brokers. And all these brokers do is they just have a network of affiliates. And those affiliates are looking for products to promote. And so they just introduce you and they take a cut. Usually it's like five or 10%. It's you know low percentage, but um, it's a great way to kind of get your foot in the door. And once you have those introductions and you can start to build those relationships, then you can kind of take it and run with it. And so any new offers, any new products, new new funnels that you want your affiliates to promote, you have already built those those connections and you just need to leverage them and 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 you know nurture them over time. And I think this is the most important step from zero to one. You said you found your first joint venture partner. Yep. What was what was your your thinking your your thought process until you got him? Did you have criteria like same same target audience, different offer, or what was your thought process? So um, for this particular situation, you know, I tried to find someone that had already a track record. So the this partner that I brought on, he was not really an affiliate. He was more of like I, I brought him in as a 50-50 partner, and so I had seen his track record. He had actually helped promote uh, or like partner with a few other people in the industry and they did really successful product launches. And, um, and so I was like, man, this guy knows what he's doing. And so when I was just getting started, I wasn't really in it for the money. I mean, obviously I, I would like to at least break even on the investment that I put into my product, but I was really more in line. Like I want to build my email list. I want to generate new customers. I want to build relationships with affiliate partners. I want to just learn how to take the product that I created and, and have like a go-to-market strategy and how to build a sales funnel and how to maximize the revenue that each customer brings me. I didn't, I didn't know about any of this stuff. And so it was really nice to, you know, really look over the shoulder from this person and say, okay, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And so I got, you know, web design contacts. I got development contacts. I got support, uh, customer support contacts. I got affiliate contacts. I built a list of over 3000 people, um, in a week just from doing this, this seven day product launch that I did. And so for me, that set the foundation for my online business. When if I, you know, the, the alternative was to do it myself or maybe try to run paid ads, which I had never really done. And as you probably know, paid ads are, are getting pretty costly. And if you don't know what you're doing, um, you know, you could spend a lot of money. And and, uh, and so this was one way for me to mitigate risk, not have to put in a ton of capital um, and, and really set the foundation for my business. Yeah. So let, let's talk a little bit about the alternative paid ads. So if, if people are thinking right now, oh, my God, how do I rebuild my business now after the pandemic? Should I go into paid ads? There are two things that you should consider. One is it's high risk because people you get in there are absolutely cold. They know nothing about you. And also you get all type of fish. It's like you 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 are in the ocean, but you get you get um, whales, you get sharks, and you get an, an octopus. <laughs> so it's really hard to target, to really target. Yeah. Even with a good agency, it's really hard to target. And, uh, and the second thing is if you don't have a machine in the back end that turns every interested person into a client, at least with a good conversion rate, all the leads of this world are worth nothing because you need the machine that converts them. 
and and it takes it takes a lot of time to build that. We build it with our clients, but at least it takes us at least three months to build that machine. Right. If you don't have that machine, more leads is not the is not the answer. Yeah, I mean, you'd be so lucky to only have three months and build that machine because I mean, at the end of the day, what do we want to do with paid ads? We want to invest $1 and get $2 back, right? Or $3 or $4. I mean, that's that's kind of the name of the game. Um, and so, you know, th the one question that I would say 95% of people doing paid advertising, when I say, what, what's, your, what's your CAC payback period? They're like, huh? So what that means is what's your customer acquisition cost payback period? So, you know, if, if it costs you $40 to acquire that customer, how long does it take you to make that money back? Sometimes, you don't make that money back. So it's so important to know your numbers and how much you can invest um, and, and spend to acquire that new customer. And then how long is it going to take you? Because what if it takes you years, you need, you need to think about how do you maximize the, the value of that customer, both uh, on the initial transaction and then also, you know, during the life, lifetime of that transaction. And that's one of the reasons why I love SaaS so much is because of the recurring revenue model. It's so much more predictable and um, it allows me to spend more money on paid ads because I know like I, there's so much predictability. Like I know the average person is going to stay with my, my platform for at least, you know, 10 to 12 months, you know, they're going to spend uh, on average $1,200 a year. So I know my, my metrics, but you'd be amazed how many people go, and they just put up ads on Facebook before they know it, they spent 10 grand and they have no idea like, you know, how they, how they converted, um, was it ROI positive or not? How many people do you know, uh, in business that know their CAC number right now, they know the cost of acquisition of their type? Um, I mean, you know, it's a lot of the, the people that I deal with, like, so I'm in a bunch of, you know, mastermind groups, uh, and there's a lot of smart people. I mean, people much smarter than me and they're running very successful software companies and you don't become successful unless you know these metrics because a lot, I would say the majority of them are doing some form of paid ads um, but they usually don't start out with paid ads there's they either have like an internal email list or they're doing affiliate marketing or they're doing you know organic SEO or they're doing some other form where um, it, it's it, there's not as high of a risk um, but I will say once you start to invest that money into paid ads believe me they're they're creating hyper targeted landing pages they know exactly who they're going after they have tracking in place to know okay well like the these two ads performed better than those four ads so let's shift some of the budget I mean it's a full-time job to really dial in a campaign but the, the, what's great about it is that is how you scale all right when you know, you know, that when you put in a dollar and you get a, get $2 out of it, well, now my budget just went from $1,000 to $2,000 a month or from 5,000 to 10,000. So that's truly like the holy grail of any online business when you can just have really virtually endless amount of paid traffic, right? Whether it's on Facebook or Google, or there's a, a, so many different ways to do it. But when you know with, with certainty that, you know, hey, when I put a dollar and I'm gonna get $2, um, it's it's magic. And so I think it's really the maturity level of the business. At the beginning, it's much easier to grow from your current network yep. and to do the miles and to do have lots of conversations, but also to amplify via leveraging your network. 
basically what works, just telling it more around via the persons that, that you know, that can be affiliate marketing. Yeah. And, and then maybe later on, if you have built that machine and if you have found a targeted campaign that really um, makes more than $1 out of $1, <laughs> then you can go and scale the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's exactly that's the name of the game, really. And um, you know, it's unfortunate because you see a lot of people do it the other way around, and you know, you don't know what you don't know. So you know, people, you know, they they take their life savings and they're like, "Hey, I got five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. I'm going to put it into ads and hopefully it works." But you just have to be super careful. And that's again, that's one of the reasons that I did. I started my business the way that I did was at the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you want to mitigate risk because if you don't you know, you're going to be out of business. And I, I forgot what the number is, but you know, it's like 90, 90% of startups, they fail within the first couple of years. And I didn't want to be like that. And so I, I tried to mitigate risk. I tried to diversify a little bit um, until I really understood what I was doing. Um, and now that, you know, I've been doing it for 12 years, I've, I've learned a lot of lessons. I've, I've made a lot of mistakes, more mistakes than, you know, than wins. Um, but, you know, it, hopefully you learn from them. I would love to hear some some of the mistakes that you did in the first year and how you then how you then uh, approached the the solution. Yeah, so um, God, I mean, I've made so many. Where do I start? So the first one I would say was just the the product itself. I tried to, and this was it was software. It was it was actually a WordPress plugin, and so I tried to have the software do too much. I was like, oh, it needs to have this feature and that feature. We call it like, you know, feature happy. And if, if you're in software or you're looking to build software, you know, I'm sure you've probably gone through this before. You're like, well, we can't release it until it has this feature and that feature. And before you know it, your budget spirals out of control. You thought it was going to spend, you were going to spend X and you just spent three or five times more. When you need to really, what I always recommend is, you know, have that one feature that does, it does better than anything else in the market get it out there to customers, start making money, and more importantly, start listening to what your customers recommend and suggest, and then tweak the product and improve on the product um, based on their feedback. Because what ended up happening was, I would add, you know, say there were 10 features in the product. Well, I just found out that you know, after actually selling the product that only two of them are being used. The other eight were just things that I thought were cool and that I thought that people would like. Um, and there's no one better to give you feedback and suggestions than your actual customers and your target audience. So build that kind of minimum viable product, get it out there into the marketplace and learn and just be kind of a sponge and let them dictate the direction of where the uh, the product should go. And and don't be afraid to, to pivot. Um, you know, you know where pay kickstart is today is completely different than when I first started four years ago. Um, it, it started off as an internal tool just to sell my own products. And what it is today is completely different. So that was one of the big, big um, mistakes that I make was, you know, don't be feature happy. And then the other thing is have, have a, a, a long term or have a sales funnel in place. So, you know, it, it's great to acquire a new customer. But it, it's so much easier to get that cut that existing customer to, to spend more with you, both on the initial sales funnel as well, long term, a, a month or a year down the road. So it's it's 10 times harder to acquire new customers than it is to leverage your existing customers. So always be thinking about what additional um, problems and challenges can either my product or a, another complementary product solve for your existing audience.
I am so excited to hear who you nominate for the Strategy Award after one word from our sponsors. Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategysprints.com. Who do you nominate for the Strategy Award? Yeah, so uh, his name is Dave Navoit. He, uh, he is the uh, founder of Hubstaff, hubstaff.com. So we use Hubstaff. It's a, it's a virtual, it's a uh, employee tracking tool. So we have a virtual company. So we have about 25 employees from all over the world. And so uh, it's it's a great tool for doing time tracking for your uh, for your employees. It also will do screenshots to show, like, make sure that they're actually working. Um, we don't use it so much for that because our team is is pretty established now. But it's really just to make sure we you know we're uh, being efficient with our time and we're tracking time uh, appropriately and that we're allocating our time towards the the right tasks and milestones that we're really trying to accomplish. Um, so Dave has really kind of been outside the box. You know, he was he positioned his tool at the right time, right? Especially with this pandemic, so many businesses are moving online. And so they need ways to properly track their uh, their employees and their contractors that they work with. And so he kind of saw this vision years ago. Um, and so it not only is his product just kind of prime for where we are in this world today, but just his strategy was great. He, 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 he really went long-term with this. Like he, all of his his traffic and his customers come from organic growth. So he went, he played that search engine optimization strategy route, or if you will. And that's, that's a long-term game, right? I mean, you don't just, you know, pop, you know, create an article and have it show up on Google and you have tons of customers coming in. You have to build authority, you have to build reputation. And so I would highly recommend going to his blog and taking a look at his content. And you'll notice that, you know, 95% of his customers are coming from just search engines and just from organic growth. So he doesn't even have to spend a dime on paid advertising or even doing, I mean, he does have an affiliate program, but the majority of it comes from organic. And so um, his, his product, his marketing, his messaging is all like is, is spot on. Beautiful. The three books that inspired you most. Yeah, so uh, I got them right here. So the first one, Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Um, it's all about startups, and and I, I wish I had read this book sooner. Um, you know, I, for me, I like I, I'm I'm a lean startup. Uh, we don't have we don't have VCs or you know funding or anything like that. So I really had to figure out like what's the smart way to build my business. And so the Zero to One book by Peter Thiel is one of my favorites. Um, another one, uh, Influence by uh, Robert Caldini. It's really just the psychology of why people buy. Uh, there's so many like subliminal messages and reasons why people buy. And it's actually, we created a product around this book. Um, and so what the product does is it just injects social proof onto any page that you want to. So like in the lower left-hand corner, it'll say, hey, John just bought your product and, and you know, Sarah just bought it. And so when people see this, you know, it's, it's like the, the fear of missing out, right? People don't like to miss out on something. And when they see other people buying it, they want to, they want to join in. Right. And so there's all this psychology and, and persuasion behind selling. And so it's a really good book. Uh, and then the, the, the third one is don't make me think, uh, it's by, uh, Steve Krug. Uh, this is a really good book. And so, um, one thing that I've learned, especially building a SaaS company is you don't want to make people think. You want to make it super easy for people to use your product or service. And how do you do that? You know, I learned all about how to onboard a customer and get someone to first value. And so first value is different for everybody. For us, it was 
they get their product into the system and they start their, they have a checkout link and they can start accepting payment. So we needed to figure out, you know, early on, people were so confused, like, where do I go? Like I'm, you know, I log in for the first time. What, what am I supposed to do? And so we had to build an in-app onboarding experience for the customer. So when they log in, they know it's painfully obvious what they need to do. Okay. Step one, click here. Step two, click here. And once they've kind of gotten over that learning curve, they have their aha moment. And that's when things click. That's when we build customers for life. And so you need to make sure in anything that you're building, any type of product or service that you're offering, you don't want your customers to have to think. You want to make it super easy. You want to get them to that aha moment. Powerful. Also, who should be my next guest? Um, yeah, I was thinking about this. So I think uh, Alex Becker, he uh, is the creator of a few different software companies. Uh, the, the the most notably, the, his newest product is called um, uh, Heroes. It's, it's H-Y-R-O-S. And so in this world of you know, paid advertising, he has created a product that helps you to really drill down and really understand more about your paid advertising and, and, and ultimately get positive ROI. And so, as I mentioned before, I think, you know, companies that are a little bit more seasoned, more mature uh, in your marketplace, this is a great solution to really, you know, leverage and maximize all of your advertising dollars. So at the end of the day, we can scale and we can grow and we can thrive and, and build great products and get it, get it into the hands, hands of more of our customers. Um, so definitely check out Alex Becker. And where can people stick around? Do you have a newsletter? Where should they go? Yeah, so we do have a Facebook group. So if you go to Facebook and just search for Pay Kickstart, um, it's a private group, but you can, you know, as long as you're a good fit for our, our community, uh, we'd love to talk about everything related to subscription billing, recurring revenue, building sustainable online businesses, affiliate marketing. So we have, uh, like, there's like 4,000 people in there. Uh, it's a pretty active bunch. And then also a bunch of us from our team are in there. Um, and then of course you can go to paykickstart.com. We have a free 14 day free trial. We have 24 seven live customer uh, live chat. So if you want to just talk to them and, and, you know, get some suggestions or ask more about PayKickstart, we're more than happy to help there. Thank you so much, Mark, for being on the show, sharing your journey with us and come back soon. Thanks, Simon. I appreciate it. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.